Hello, Springford, and welcome back to the Ramcast. This is our first episode in quite a while. Uh, we got a little derailed with COVID and pivoting how our department works um, and, and communicating with our community in a different way. But we're back to the Ramcast, and we have a good episode for you today with Colleen Zazowski, our school board president, recapping what happened in the June school board meetings. I think this is coming out July 1st. So our times might be a little bit off when we're talking, um, but, you know, days are weird during COVID, aren't they, Andrew? Yeah, it's just a little different. I mean, really have uh, adapted to the virtual environment, and yep. I think that's what we're just trying to do and continuing forward to see what we can do best for our community. We're typically used to doing the Ramcast um, in the high school audio studio in the media center. We usually sort of bank our podcasts so we'll record three or four episodes in one day and then we'll release some spread out over the course of a couple of weeks uh and we did go through our banked podcasts early on in covid which was also a little bit weird talking about some stuff that we thought was going to be happening that didn't quite happen the way we were expecting um but now we are back to a bit more of a live format and um, Andrew, you don't know this yet, but I, I'm thinking of kicking it back up while you're out this summer. Oh, so man. Well, just call me and maybe I can jump in. I'll just give you three things episode, to know from. Uh... Yeah. From from whom? Our next episode might have some guest hosts in place of Mr. Rothermel, but he'll be back. So let's skip three things to know today. Let's skip uh, word of the day, quote of the day. Let's go right into our conversation with Colleen Zazowski, school board president. We're here today with Colleen Zazowski, our school board president. Colleen, welcome back to the Ramcast and Board Table Talk. Thanks for having me, Erin. And I know, Andrew, you're on there too. Um, I'm excited to be back. We started this uh, back in, I guess it was January, Erin, is that right? I mm -hmm. think it was January. It was definitely cold. It was freezing and we started this and we were meeting um, in different places, whether it was in the RCTV studio or the media center. And we recorded a few of these board table talks um, and we were alternating, uh, talking about alternating months between a Ramcast and a video recording. Mm -hmm. And then we all know what happened with the shutdown. So it didn't yep. happen, but I'm excited that you had this great idea to go on Zoom and be able to resume some of these conversations. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this is this is actually our first uh, episode back to the Ramcast in a little bit. We typically, with our recordings, will kind of bank episodes. So Andrew right. and I will record three or four episodes in one day and then spread them out. With the shutdown, you know, the communications department definitely uh, kind of stopped and pivoted everything that we were doing normally. Uh, and the Absolutely. Ramcast was was something that was new and exciting, but fell a little bit mm. by the wayside right off the bat there. So it's nice to be back. It's nice to be talking to everybody. Um, and it's nice to, to come back with another episode of Board Table Talk. Yeah, it, it, it really is because we did get, we all got sidetracked, but your your department in particular really had to take a, a different direction. Mm -hmm. And you did such an incredible job communicating with the community. I say that as a board member and as a parent, um, we knew every step of the way what the district was was trying to do um, during that, that crazy, crazy time. 
So we um, really, you know, we appreciate that and, you know, and, and excitedly, just so excited to be back too. And yeah. I'm happy that I made the list to get on to do a <laughs> Happy to do that. <laughs> so, well, Colleen, with, okay. you know, with how we're even conducting this um, podcast right now through Zoom, can you tell us a little bit about how school board meetings have changed due to the shutdown? Sure, sure, and they and they have, and we've had many, many school board meetings, and mm -hmm. there have been many additional meetings um, due to issues related to the shutdown and to budgetary reasons, personnel reasons, all of that. But we had to pivot also, and with your support, get a, get onto Zoom. Um, so we were doing a number of our um, meetings on Zoom. We still are doing our committee meetings on Zoom. And we're doing our work session and board, board meetings now as a hybrid in-person mm -hmm. and Zoom meetings. So uh, I do think that it lent itself to engaging the community because um, we didn't want people to be out of the loop or feel as though they weren't being included in what was happening. And the Zoom platform was the best way to reach out to as many people as possible right. while staying safe. And we love um, statistics and seeing engagement oh, yes. and all the back end information. So on our end, we've seen our attendance for both committee meetings and for our regular and special board meetings increase by holding these virtual meetings. As recently as our hybrid uh, sort of in-person slash through Zoom, we had a few people attend in person. We had many, many people attend online. Do you think maybe this is a format that the board would consider continuing as we look towards the upcoming year and we do actually return to normal? I'm absolutely an advocate for that. I think that that would be um, really just an ideal situation. It, it was, we weren't sure how that, how would how it was gonna roll out if it, if it was really going to engage more people, but it really did mm -hmm. and now, I think the comfort level with the whole platform is increasing also to the point where we have more and more people that are um, raising their hands electronically, asking questions. Um, and, and you, Erin, had provided that great intro that I do um, before the meetings just to say, hey, if you're going to you know, speak to us, we welcome that opportunity. And this is the, the format that we want that to take mm -hmm. so that we are abiding by the laws and, and but we're welcoming everyone and it is an open, it's truly in the sense an open meeting. So I would love to continue that and we'll be an advocate for that um, with the board. I think so it would I be great. We've, we've definitely learned a lot um, through this process that we weren't expecting to even have to think about, you know, considering right. moving online and then switching between fully online for these meetings to this sort of hybrid process that we have. Um, Andrew and our AV guy, Rich Provetti, uh, they they might hate us for suggesting this. <laughs> they might, but look at all the YouTube subscribers. I and Andrew's going to get out of this. I mean, there is a plus for him too. I so. will say, and and he might. Uh, we'll give him a plug. He might talk about it a little bit later. Um, it, YouTube subscribers since the shutdown, yeah. ha he's gained like a thousand. Yeah, which is I great. Know. Like double the numbers, right? Yeah, double the yeah. plus, double plus. Because I think it was around seven hundred in one meeting that we had yeah. and so yeah and he's gotten about a thousand more so maybe be grateful to us for doing this <laughs> i'm just saying 
<laughs> I love the numbers. We're at eight, 1,875 <laughs> okay, okay. now. 1,875. Holy yeah. cow. We'll have a 2,000 celebration. Yes. Yes. I think we'll break 3,000. I do. Yeah. We'll keep, we'll keep growing and keep climbing. Uh, yeah. Well, as we talk about board meetings, the board doesn't yes. typically meet in July. It's sort of a, no. a month off. There's a slow period during July for these meetings. We are holding a special meeting, though, in July on the 20th at 730. Again, it'll be both on Zoom and in person. Can you tell us why you called for this special meeting? Yes, I called for this special meeting because I'm going to miss everyone so much. So I thought it would be more important to meet in July. No, that's not why I called for this meeting. I called for this meeting because um, there is so much going on that the district is doing um, in, in the planning for how we're going to return to school. And there's a, a number of options that are being considered. Nothing, nothing has been set in stone um, because we will follow these state requirements. And all of that needs to be flushed out, though, well ahead of, of meeting again at the end of August, just prior to going back to school. So that's why we're going to meet in July, just mm -hmm. to continue to see what's going on, what's happening, share what we can, what we know with the community um, and, and the progress that, that that's taking. Um, but nobody wants to wait to the very last minute to say, hey, this is what's going to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that we want to do a more informed approach to this. and. Um, Really, my congratulations to the um, district already because the efforts that they've put in to starting this process and, and what this could potentially look like in, 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 not, in three different directions, it, it's just really, they are doing an incredible job. I know there was a, a smaller discussion at our curriculum meeting that some people may have seen, mm -hmm. and then um, a much broader discussion. and. They, they did a great job of, of getting even more detail loaded into those three scenarios. Do we know what yet? Absolutely not. As I said, that's why we're going to meet in July and find out more information at that time. So on Monday evening, the board saw yes. a first look at these initial mm. stages of the district's uh, phased reopening plans. And by phased, you were still following the red, green, and yellow phases mandated by the state following um, guidelines and procedures put out by PDE. As mentioned during that presentation, this was by no means the final plan. The board had some interesting feedback, but Colleen, what stood out to you as being the most innovative change when considering the new year? Yeah, so um, this I, I did reference this earlier that uh, we're having that meeting in July because we are reviewing these plans that are in their infancy um, to go back to school next year. And what struck me the most as the most innovative was the hybrid plan and the way we would accomplish um, the continuation of the great education you get here at Spring Forward. Um, we would not be as reactive to this, but we would be, this is a proactive approach so that we can keep those wheels turning and make sure that our children receive the value and the quality of education that Spring Forward is known for. The board also approved this month the district's first equity, diversity, and inclusion policy. As the, and, and that policy really creates an environment that fosters awareness and self-awareness of diverse perspectives and backgrounds of, of in our entire school community, our students, our staff, the Springford community at large. Uh, as the policy committee chairperson, can you tell us a little bit more about this new policy? I mean, we've been talking about this in policy meetings 
God, I think maybe at least since yeah. the fall. It's, it's been a topic it, it, in that committee for a while. It has been a topic in the committee and it's been something that I believe was even referenced last year and then brought more formally to us this year. And we do want to overcome, um, as it says in, in the policy, we, we want to work to overcome some conscious and unconscious biases. We want to be um, inclusive and we want to welcome um, everyone into our entire school community. And that is, like you said, from students to teachers to faculty to staff, what have you. We want everyone to respect each other and really nurture that, that sense of respect and uh, acknowledge what it is that those individual differences and the co contribution of those differences, what that adds to our community. Mm -hmm. So we are looking for, um, to really implement, implement this. Uh, there is a committee that will be implementing, um, following up the, this policy that has been set. And there have been people from the community already that have reached out and want to take an active role in um, making Springford a, a diverse and equitable place to be. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Gooden put out a letter earlier this month with information about how to contact him to be a part of this committee. It, it really started out with Beth Lees, our Director of Human Resources, back in the fall with members of our school staff and, and our employees so that they can identify what the committee is and then continue to grow each year from there. So as soon as, as soon as we can all get back together again, that committee will continue to expand and grow. Um, Absolutely. Also this month uh, during our curriculum and technology committee meeting, mm -hmm. Mr. Catalano, our director of technology, he gave a modernized learning or a Springford learning update to purchase student devices. Um, now we're in our sixth, maybe seventh year mm -hmm. of the modernizing learning plan, which is to give a device to every student right now, grades nine through 12. So this summer, it'll, it, our parents will get the schedule. Every student, nine, 10, 11, and 12, at the start of the year will have their own device. And again, this is part of our, our really long ongoing Springford Learning Plan. Can you tell us about how um, Springford Learning continues in our schools? Yes, so um, let me just go back a little bit there. Um, the nine through 12, and that, you know, in, in, in the case that um, we would have to go back to a hybrid or online learning environment, um, nine through 12 will all be equipped with their own devices mm -hmm. and have their connectivity also. So I hope, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I, well, they're gonna need that to use that on a, on a daily basis anyway. Right, but, um, and that's part of, I mean, we have pre and post COVID life. Uh, this plan was pre COVID yes. um, to mm -hmm. make sure that all of our students this year, nine through 12 are equipped with a device. But Mr. Canalano's plan goes out a couple more years, I think three or four more years to continue each grade level leading up to nine through 12. I think by the time the plan is fully recognized, it'll be down in our middle schools as well with devices yep. for students. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we do continue to trend forward and to integrate that and to bring the actual devices and technology into the classroom, equipping our students, our teachers, and um, all, all of them with the technology that they need to mm -hmm. continue to modernize the learning at Springford. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's been the goal, it's being realized, 
and um, it is further um, advantageous to us in the world that we live in today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, that's definitely continuing to move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And this month, we also said goodbye to 26 employees yeah. as they transition yeah. from work life into retirement life. For, mm-hmm. um, from our teachers to custodial staff to even our, our beloved and dear high school principal, Dr. Nugent, mm-hmm. these individuals will be greatly missed. As a board, 100%. how do these retirements affect our upcoming school year? Well, you know, many, many of these folks have been with the Spring Board for a long time, if not mm-hmm. for their whole um, work career, right? Mm-hmm. So they, um, that being said, they have established themselves in the Springford community as, as pillars of the community, mm-hmm. pillars of the school community. And they will not be easily replaced. Um, they will not, their, their shoes will be difficult to fill. And I did say that the other night um, for Dr. Nugent, that, uh, that it will be very difficult for him in particular, but that's not to minimize the contributions that the other retirees have made also. And um, we, as a board had agreed that those positions would be filled. Um, we do not want a gap in the Springford education or the services that those um, individuals uh, brought to the district. Um, but as I said, many of them have been here a long time and have given mm-hmm. so much of themselves that um, that's, that's, that's not a replacement. It's a filling of the position. Um, and perhaps that, that will lead to you know, further lifelong commitments um, from the individuals that come in there as well. Um, But the the bottom line is we're very grateful to the people that have been here and we do wish them the best and we will miss them Mm -hmm. very much so. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to to look at at it from that perspective. You know, we have teachers who are leaving after 30, 35 years of being only at Spring Ford and we'll be opening the door to teachers coming in their first year and might mm-hmm. continue that tradition of being 30, 35 year teachers with our school district. It's, it's really a wonderful commitment. It, it is. It, it, it's it it remarkable. Is. It's it a is. testament to what is done here at Spring Ford. Um, it, it goes right along with why teachers choose to work here, why people choose to live here. Um, and it stay. goes along they with stay. the choice. They yeah. teach there. Yeah. They the choice there, to they choose Spring Ford. Yep. Yes, the choice. Springford is its number one choice. <laughs> Despite everything that went on, we, we got through it and we're stronger now than we were before. Yep. And we will have a plan as we get closer to the, the year and we'll get through that together too. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, and, you know, and, and, at, at the yeah. end of every Ramcast, we do random questions. Yeah. I think you got, got me on those before. Well, we'll do <laughs> it again. Okay. Are they different questions or the same ones? I don't remember my answers. They're different. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember, but they might be the okay. same. Okay. One one of them yeah. will be the same. I know that. Because you remember my answer. <laughs> or no, because I always ask this one last. Oh. Okay. Oh, good. All right. Go ahead. So I'm gonna ask you five. The last one's gonna be the same as always. Wow. I thought there was only three. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> if Can you I could warp. What? <laughs> no. <ahead. laughs> <laughs> if you could time warp to any point in history, when and where would you end up? I, I would go to the seventies. Okay. Like I, well, no, I would go to the twenties. Can I go to the nineteen twenties? Yeah, if you explain why. 
I want to be a flapper. <laughs> I, would, I think I would have made a good flapper during pro okay. Prohibition. Wasn't that in the 20s? I think that was in the 20s or 30s. I'd go back there. I think late 20s, yeah. Late 20s, okay. What is your favorite TV show? Well, I think like most people, I became a Netflix fan during um, coronavirus. And uh, there's a number of them that I like. I'm going to have to say Ozark, though, really. Okay. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. What was the worst job you ever had? I was a lottery ticket girl. And I used to have to, um, I sat on a stool in the gas station and clicked lottery tickets into a uh -huh. machine. And it was very hot in the summer and very cold in the winter. There was Interesting. no climate control. Yeah. What is your favorite <laughs> sport to watch? I guess football, but um, well, something about me there is that I'm a New York Giants fan, even though I'm originally from Philadelphia. So just, Sundays are fun in my house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your favorite thing to watch on RCTV? Oh, board tabletop, hands down. <laughs> oh yeah, that's oh, all. Yeah. No. I like the restaurant. I like the cooking pieces that that you do. Um, in fact, the girls and my girls and I tried some of those during during COVID. We made some different things here in in the kitchen, and I thought, wow, it's like that's great. That that was really came in handy. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's great. I'd rather watch you guys than than Rachel Ray. So <laughs> I feel like I can feel like I can do it with you guys. I feel like I can't do it when it comes to the things she's making. Well, I use that as a testimonial. Yes. Yes. Uh, they're horrible questions, Andrew. You throw me off on those all the time. But yeah, I like Ozark, The Giants, and <laughs> I mean, Board Table Talk. Well, Colleen, thanks for coming back to Board Table Talk and the Ram Quest. Um, we're happy to have you here. We're happy to sort of virtually see you, and we're happy to get this um, ball rolling again. Well, thank you, Aaron and Andrew, for having me back. Um, I was I was glad to do this. I was really excited about doing this and bringing it to Ramcast too, um, when we first talked about this early on in January. And um, I'm excited to, that you guys found yet another way to use Zoom to be able to make it happen because, um, you know, I, I wanna stay in touch with everybody, let you know what's going on and let you know how to stay in touch with us. So watch for those links for those future um, Zoom meetings. The one in July is, as Aaron said, is July 20th at 7.30. And I hope to see lots of attendees, you know, if you can't make it in person or if you're not comfortable coming in person, then, you know, just tune in to Zoom. Yeah, so, we'll see thank you, on, you. See you online. Okay. Thanks for listening and make sure to rate and review this podcast. We have new episodes of the Ramcast every other Wednesday. The Ramcast is produced by the Office of Communications, Marketing, and Media. And special thanks to our audiovisual technician, Rich Pervetti. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>